Yeah, he also looks a lot like the Shakhtar the next press officer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey ho, here we go. It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Woo, lovely to have your ears. I've got the Ramblers with me. Aren't I a lucky chap? Luke Moore. All right. To my left. Pete Donaldson, nearly opposite me. Hello. James or Jim Campbell. Hello. Is seated to my right. Now then, gentlemen. Um, we've, we've had an England victory. Mm. We've had an England hat-trick. <laughs> Favourite England hat-trick from the annals of time. Luke, I want you to go first. Left of the dealer begins as always. Uh, Jermaine Defoe uh, for, <laughs> at Wembley at home to Bulgaria. Okay, Pete. No, I'm only joking. It's not mine, really. Oh, I thought that was edge, you were going to yeah. forfeit the points already. <laughs> no, 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 no. At this early stage, um, as this um, as this uh, sit, sort of process is being governed by the Pakistani officials, mm. I already know I'm getting the points. So, <laughs> okay, right. but we'll carry yeah. on with this charade. Biting satire, naughty, naughty. Match fixing. Yeah. Do you remember that joke actually? When um, a certain former uh, Liverpool goalkeeper was um, Bruce accused, Gobbler, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. accused yeah, of match basically fixing. Bruce Gobbler, yeah. said, what was that joke? Someone said um, Bruce Crobler will be reading the Saturday afternoon football results out on the Friday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> he got found not guilty, though. Yes, he did. So Bruce is innocent. Right, yeah. uh, Luke Hattrick. Tom. All joking aside, his life was ruined. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, as is this podcast, I will go for um, Gary Lineker. I thought you were going to say Gary Neville for a minute. No, yeah. he's not got one. I checked. Yeah. I, I really wanted to go for Gary you Neville. You didn't need to check. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me. Yeah, I'm having um, to remember now, and that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. History wouldn't let me. Yeah. Um, Gary Lineker, Mexico 86. Um, uh, he got a hat-trick against Poland. Poland. Last in game of the group. Am I going to do this, or are you doing it? Well, I'm in charge. <laughs> last group And game. it was a lovely hat-trick. England needed the victory <laughs> and won 3-0 that day. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, what else have you got to say? Um, <laughs> well, it was it was just a real... I- in my opinion, it was a um, <laughs> an example of how you sum up Gary Lineker. A bit of a complete striker, you know. Mm. All about the goals. The first one was a, a, a textbook run to the near post from a striker. Mm-hmm. Second one was a crossing from Steve Hodge. Third one was a... Goalkeeping error. It was, it, yeah, the goalkeeper spilled it from a corner yeah, there. Yeah. That's right. But that but was Lineker was there to pounce. He was, and it was important because they lost the first group game to someone. Portugal. Portugal. That's right. And they drew 0 against Morocco. The Morocco, yeah. Yeah. And so it was... It, it was a poor start and they needed something. And they went on to uh, to the quarterfinal. So that'll be mine. I loved, I loved the Lineker when I was a kid. And also, yeah. he had the, um, he had the, um, the amazingly... Uh, um, the wrist Funny uh, wrist thing on like, he had a Bandage wrist, Bandage on the wrist Yeah that's it yeah. Mm. It's like, quite iconic now When you think of Lineker With his hand in the air Celebrating He's got the bandage On his wrist so. mm. I, he, I think Lineker got Something like five Hat-tricks for England Which is absolutely incredible Did he really? Yeah, and the thing with him Is I, I remember even He got a haul against Spain once. <laughs> well even even back then When I was very very young The thing with Lineker that, As we've said before that I'm sure kids have With Wayne Rooney now Tanned legs um, is, Tanned legs And also that you, you just trusted him Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You really really trusted him And you were really just almost proud to have that player lead in the line I think yeah. there was a little bit of that with Shearer before Shearer, he was yeah, yeah, hounded yeah. out well, well the one thing we've said this before but you forget is that because he spent the, the latter half of his media career flogging Chris and making terrible puns on match of the day yeah. he's cheapened the fact that he was a brilliant player yeah, one of England's greatest ever I and mean, kids grow up not going to know that now yeah, exactly. because they're, gonna, they're just going to think oh yeah he's a presenter or something yeah. you know, it's, it's like Andy Gray it's like a lot of them you know what I mean yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying Andy Gray's up there with Gary well, <laughs> he was a good player he, he was, was. Player. he won yeah. the PFA Young player and player of the year award in the same mm. year. I think he was the first person to do it. Yeah, he was. E- Only Cristiano Ronaldo's done it since. Mm. Even Jamie Redknapp was, a, was sort of a better yeah. player than he gets credit for. That's right. And that's, I think he that's was a key. Jamie Redknapp. Well, it's funny though because he was quite a cultured midfield player. He was, yeah. And you'd expect you know because like say Hoddle or Ray Wilkins, quite cultured mm. midfield mm. players, good pundits. Yeah. Redknapp hasn't quite done. it <laughs> 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 Redknapp spent most of his uh, yeah. preparation with punditry when he was injured, probably. That's yeah, why. Which was true. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Pete's hat trick time. Well, I mean, we don't. Mention this fella enough, in my opinion. He's and, from Newcastle. And, <laughs> and, and to be honest, if I was over forty, I'd probably mention him a lot more. I don't know that much about him. I must admit, I, I know a little Jimmy about Nail? him. Not Jimmy, <laughs> Nail, but a similar Geordie icon, okay. uh, Mr. Malcolm McDonald. Oh, yeah. against Cyprus in 1975. Obviously, before from my a time. Cl- a courage. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not courage. 
um, yeah, he scored um, five goals in one match. That's all of the goals. All of the goals. And they, you, we well, sort of talked. Part of it was. <laughs> yeah, there's a hat trick in there. Luke, Luke's favourite saying that it might be Luke's, it might not be Luke's, but he once, Luke once said there's no pictures on the score score sheet. And yeah. this couldn't be truer <laughs> in this case because <laughs> Kevin Keegan practically scores two of them <laughs> and he's brilliant. And yeah. Malcolm McDonald scored, I think he scored about four with his head. Yeah. And they were all like on, underneath the bar, basically. Yeah, they yeah. were so easy. You've got to put them away, though. You've got to put them away. I could have scored them goals. I could. I'm, I'm saying that right you now. You wouldn't Malcolm have had the positional sense, would you? I be? probably wouldn't. Well, <laughs> if I'd camped out there, well, considering they were all scored from the same place, I would have. If I'd seen <laughs> that one, I would have just stood there for yeah. ages. But uh, yeah, I mean, five in one match, you can't go wrong. Who was that against um, Cyprus? Cyprus, that's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, James or Jim? Um, mine seems quite dull now, but I'm going to go for Michael Owen against Germany because oh, it's not dull at all. A, no. Such an iconic game. It's, it's not. So uh, it's not dull at all. Searing, wasn't it? It was yeah. brilliant. It was a brilliant all-round performance. And James, it submitted our position as the best. Team in the world. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. agree on that. Yeah, yeah. Something we haven't relinquished since, <laughs> <laughs> and we're still better than Germany. That's Indeed, the, yeah. uh, I mean, better than that four-one stuffing they gave us on the yeah, world yeah, stage, wasn't yeah, it? Exactly, hey, yeah. Someone say aggregate, someone say aggregate score. Yes, good one. Um, <laughs> go on, sorry. It was, it was just glorious, wasn't it? I, rem- I remember the day. So it was like a mate of mine's birthday as well. It was just like a perfect day coming yeah. together. Just ah. Yeah, I'm, well, glad, you, I'm glad I spent it with you, England. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and, and one thing worth remembering on that game is England actually went a goal down as well. Didn't they? Yeah, of they course, did. really early on. Casting Yanker scored because Owen's second one was actually Khan should have done a bit better. So should have had Jens in there. He should have had Jens, but his third one was a lovely finish. We ran through and and slotted into the roof of the net. Textbook Owen, that was <laughs> indeed. Um, Marcus, I, I'm going to go for. <coughs> Sorry, I wanted to try your role for a bit. <laughs> That's a very kind of you. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> Stick with it. roll. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's not a classic one. Um, Peter Crouch in a oh, friendly yeah. against Trinidad and Tobago, six nil. Jamaica, wasn't it? Oh, was it Jamaica? Yeah, it was Jamaica. Yeah, of course it was, it was, sorry, Trinidad and Tobago. Old Trafford, wasn't it? Forgive me, Trinidad and Tobago. That's where he did the robot dance, is that right? That's yeah. the one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the one. Trinidad and Tobago was the group game That's in the right, tournament. Of course, yes. In which he like, really badly fouled that guy by like, pulling back on his dreadlocks to get some leverage to head of the car. I can't really remember <laughs> that, James. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, James. Where are you from again? Yeah, yeah. England, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Essex, in England. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, that was the one where he fouled the defender. Um... Yeah, it, it, he missed a penalty for his hat trick. He yeah. was on two. He had a penalty, and he—I think he tried to dink it down the middle, and it just sort of floated over the bar, if I remember correctly. Mm. And then he did complete his hat trick. I was very pleased, and he did that silly robot dance. But yeah. the thing with Peter Crouch is, no matter how many goals he scores, and I know this—he played for the club I support mm. for a long time, and he's got a great scoring record for England, yeah. and he always did okay at Pompey the first time and the second time. You never think he's going to do anything good, though. No, it's just the way he looks. So the reason I say that is because when you just said, "Oh," and he missed the penalty for his um, for his hat trick mm. I almost involuntarily like recoiled at the thought of Peter Crouch taking Take the penalty, penalty. Yeah. what what this doesn't look right that's yeah. like two crossbars okay. going at it <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to have Peter Crouch I'm going to have Theo Walcott away to Croatia yeah okay fine. <laughs> well, yeah. that genuinely made me very happy because it is really nice when you see a player from your club score a hat trick mm. for England or you know score for England at all which is great oh. I remember Ian Wright scoring in that embarrassment against San Marino as we got a hat trick yeah. there and it was like you're an Arsenal fan then yeah. 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 that was the home leg was that home leg because we hammered them we hammered them twice didn't we it wasn't a leg it was a Group, yeah, it was a home. It was the home game. We yeah. had to win by seven goals, and um, Holland in. had to lose, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, it was nine seconds in where Dave, uh, Stuart Pierce. Pierce did a terrible back pass to David Seaman, and he got caught out. It was one nil, awful, absolutely awful. It was one nil. Uh, Luke Moore's got the points. I told you. Yeah, I love, it, I love it how we, uh, you did, we did very well there, not to mention a certain Jeff Hurst in that. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. England beat Bulgaria four nil. Um, now, at the time of recording, of course, we haven't seen this, the Switzerland game. No. Um, so, but we, we'll talk about briefly. Luke and I were there. Yes, not together. Separately. Different, different parts of the stadium. Uh, the Switzerland game or the Bulgaria game? Uh, <laughs> no, the Bulgaria <laughs> game. Yeah, you got something in, in, planned for me, James? <laughs> Get this, James. We <laughs> were there at different parts of the stadium, <laughs> and the result was the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. What are the chances of that? Uh, Rooney had a hand in. He did. In he set up all of the goals. He, he had a hand. Uh, yes, yeah, so in all of them. Yeah, he had a, definitely had a hand in all of them. I was at Club Wembley. Yeah. Which is the one where you go and get a meal beforehand, and I was sat. Um, I was with the punters. Yeah, you were. You, you, you've not sold out. Missed the first half. <laughs> did you? No, I didn't know. I 
watched, <laughs> I watched the whole game, but I, I was sat four seats down from Andy Cole and Mark Bright. Oh, right. oh, nice. And Mark Bright did not stop talking. Oh, that would annoy me <laughs> so much. You know He's a terrible But the trouble is, Andy, that uh, Defoe scored there, but he should have had another one. And uh, Rooney's. Well, and Andy Cole's just gone, outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what happened was, uh, Mark Andy. Bright for the first half at least was talking about football, the second half, golf. Really? Oh, just golf the whole time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, it was a very enjoyable experience. Good. Um, Pete, what did you think of Jermaine Defoe? Uh, I thought he looked... It, it, it's funny how he's not been having um, the greatest of starts to the season, weirdly. I know there's only been a couple of matches, but um, he looked really assured, He looked really sort of calm and assured, and mm. when he... You know, he knows where the net is, and... What was that? Who um, who mentioned that he was as good as Dead Via? Who does that quote? Oh, God. Ian Wright, Wright Ian Wright. <laughs> He started the piece by saying he's one of my best mates, and then he went, he's as, he's as good, if not better, or something. Than he David said he's, he's as good as David Villa, and he's getting better. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's Which exactly I think is yeah. wonderful. But we, 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 <laughs> were, we were talking, Mark, weren't we, saying that, you know, Bulgaria, I think they sort of with slightly, they were a bit scared of Wembley, weren't they? They, they could have been more direct, they could yeah. have gone down the right a lot more. Well, um, why, why would you not put Petrov one-on-one with Glenn Johnson? Down the left side. Yeah, yeah, down whereas down they, right, yeah. they seem to come down England's left all the time and running into James Milner and Ashley Cole, yeah. which is... Which is it was superb. Yeah, it was, it was they're much tougher. We look, we look good. I don't know, we say this when the, when the yeah. pressure's sort of off. We yeah. look good. We so yeah. what you're saying, ball Pete, nicely. is England are good at home when the pressure's off against <laughs> a quite poor team. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, obviously there was a lot of talk before the game as well about Capello um, not changing the team around that much. But I think it's worth pointing out that James Milner's very new as an international and he mm. still needs time to bed in. Obviously it was Jagielka and Dawson in the centre-back roles and that's, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously there was, it, everyone thought it was going to be ups and then there was a change and an unfortunate injury to Dawson. But I think, you know, you've got to do these things gradually. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, played uh, yeah, I thought. I mean, you can't argue with a four-nil start. Although I thought it was actually a, a flattering win, to be honest. Well, Bulgaria was wor- were wor- still worse than I thought they'd be. Though. Yeah, mm. but I mean, they, they, yeah, they should have made it one-all at. Uh, it's a good save from Hart, moments, but yeah, yeah. But Joe, Joe Hart looks apart though, he's very much that one hand sure. save that he did yeah, oh, yeah. wonderful we uh, started the move for a, for a goal didn't he yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny because he said um, very recently that he's forever grateful to Birmingham City and Alex McLeish um, because he wouldn't have played nearly as much as Man City did at Birmingham last season yeah of course um, but, and there was a young player he's gone straight to the England side he looks to the business he's had a brilliant season at Birmingham mm. he's getting matches a lot of these young players aren't getting matches and he said um, just playing uh, for just this was for Birmingham of course just playing really helped me grow as a keeper not necessarily being better at doing certain things but just being a keeper someone's keeper and being a part of a team mm. yeah and, that's, it's, yeah, it's, very, and that's true. A, it's a brilliant point hopefully the same thing with for Ben Foster but I think what was, what's interesting is for a long time you know we've been saying we've not had a goalkeeper playing at an English club at a high level suddenly Joe Hart goes out on loan and does well suddenly City are a major player and we've got that I mean he, he mm. will we'll probably play for City for years to come and yeah. hopefully England as well so it's a really positive move which Absolutely. has just happened out of nowhere well, one thing that um, in this club Wembley thing you have a meal before Alan there was um, there you're was still talking about the food well, no. <laughs> have, you, have you just been thinking about that we've just last been talking about it. Joe Hart I brought the like menu in with me <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you through it he no, just uh, dragged the conversation no, no, it's, 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 worth, it's, worth, it's worth mentioning because there was a talk by uh, Mark Bright and Andy Cole. Okay. Over, the, Mark over the meal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and um, and Mark Bright said something which, which struck me as a bit odd. And if I, if I cared, I would have said something about it. But <laughs> it was... It was <laughs> They talked about Joe Hart because uh, Jake Humphreys, you know Jake Humphreys yeah. does the F one. He presented it, and he was saying, um, and they took it took you to the lineup, and they and he said, "Oh, Joe, Joe Hart, um, what do you think of him?" And Mark Bright went on a massive one about how he remembers vividly going to uh, a Manchester City Academy game, seeing Joe Hart, and thinking he was brilliant. And I was thinking. He wasn't in the Man City Academy. He played for <laughs> Shrewsbury. <laughs> but he played like sixty games for Shrewsbury and signed for them in like a few years ago. He did, uh. And I really want to say, sure, are you sure that's right? But I didn't say, I didn't say anything. <laughs> no. um, I wish you had it. Everyone else just yeah. nodded. Yeah, but um, it All is encouraging. The same thing, undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, but it is encouraging to think that he could easily be the keeper if he stays in form and stays fit Absolutely. for the next ten years or something. Now, talking of academies, oh yeah, what are, are academies based around? Love. Coaching, yes, oh. love as well, Pete. Yes. It's very important. Love and coaching, yeah, mainly coaching, <laughs> if not all. Love and coaching, <laughs> the Paul Lynch story. <laughs> uh, uh, there are other books available. My <laughs> yeah. um, book of the week. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke and I were down in Bristol for the weekend. Yes. It, well, I was about to say it wasn't romantic, but there were mild moments. But mm, that's the love. Uh, the exactly. Equation, yeah. yeah. But it was it was to um, observe and, and participate in the UEFA. 
B license. A B license. B license, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got one then? Well, don't tell me you've got an A license and I only got a B. <laughs> well, I've got the A game. <laughs> no, we went there for a weekend to observe. I mean, I think it's a six week course in total. That's we went right. For a weekend to observe, and there were, um, yeah, there's some good old, sort of good old characters there. They're wonderful people. Really nice. And, and, and the main guy, one of the main guys there who was, who was taking this B license was a guy called Chris Morris. Not the day to day Chris Morris, but the guy who played right back for Republic of Iron in the 90s. Disappointing. Now, I've got to say that <laughs> everyone on the course, yeah. uh, differing abilities, different ages, you know, some might just be Sunday football. Football managers, coaching kids, whatever. Yeah, um, but this guy, that. Chris, he he played um, right back, right back in World Cup '90 yeah. against uh, Baggio, Donadoni, Van Basten, he, and Ryker for Holland. He played wow. in all Ireland's games with McGrath and all these guys. Yeah. And, and so we had to, we had to do these training <laughs> drills, right? And so what they did is they, they what they were doing at this particular weekend was everyone yeah. who had who'd taken the time over the weeks to put their coaching drill together. Yep. Um, they were acting them out with us as the players, and so they set the bids. God up. help them. Yeah, well, they set the bids <laughs> My up. player is fault. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that they sent the bibs out, and this Chris Morris guy was like, "Oh yeah, I'll go play." Well, what what were they? What, yeah. So what they do is you start off with um, a couple of defenders, and the ball would always start there. <laughs> And they would play it into the midfield. So you'd have, say, three defending midfielders and right. four attacking midfielders. And then you'd have four defenders, back four, and two attacking strikers. And so the drill would start from the back. So, right, knock it out to the wide man. Off you go. Wide man would get it, knock inside to the midfielder. And the guy who was doing that particular, right, stop there. And it was very stop-start. Right. And I, I think this is kind of how Roy Hodgson does things. Because people say it's very formulaic and very all about shape, yeah. as was this. So the ball would come inside to perhaps the midfielder for example right stop there and he would say right who have you got on and he would look at the options where are you standing right you need to and he would physically move people and they do it over and over again and, yeah. they, and, it's, and it's apparently the guys who run the course will tell us they do it all over Europe yeah. do it over and over again until like, you can practically do it in your sleep you know where you've got to be when the ball's in a certain position right. Right. But, but when you get given mm. the positions to play exactly you, 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 because it's not a professional licence you wouldn't be uh, you could just play wherever you want. Yeah, well, so you, you just you just go and get the bibs, and they say mm. they want you. They sometimes say they want certain players in certain positions, so yeah. they'd get a left. If they were doing on working on crosses from the left, yeah. they get a guy with a good left foot to put the crosses in. Yeah, but other than that, you can pick where you want. So as soon as this Chris Morris guy picked up his bib to play centre back, I'd leg it over and get a bib to play centre back next to him. <laughs> Marcus would get the attacking striker's bib so we could play up front, up front of him and ask him loads of questions about Marco Van Basten. <laughs> <laughs> and, and every time the ball came over, this this Chris guy, he was a lovely, lovely man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Head the ball away, I'd be going, "You were in Chris." Well done, yeah. Sam. <laughs> and I hope he do the same for me as well. It was so like, funny. Yeah, because yeah. there was one bit where Luke was in goal, Chris was centre back, and I was right back. And all the time, when he'd be like, "Yeah, good call, Marcus." Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, amazing. It's <laughs> nothing. Yeah. And all I could hear sometimes when I was like standing around him would just be Marcus going, "So yeah, yeah, what was it like to play against like Baggio and that?" And this Chris, this Chris guy was going, "Yes, it was tough. It was really no, tough." No, he was having to talk about like it. trying to like trying to do your job while. <laughs> Man is yeah. talking to you, so Chris Van Basten. Yeah, he was a player, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he, 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 was, he was classic. I like yeah, to think no. you were running it in with the ball when you were saying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was excellent though. Yeah, and, it was good. Uh, good but it was funny. We were talking to um, the three guys who are who were running the course. FA employees, you know. That's right. Yeah. About their uh, about the FA and whatnot, and they were telling us how the FA have cut Trevor Brookings' budget for the coaching quite yeah. drastically. Ten million or so, isn't it? It's quite. A well, one yeah, it, it is ten million. One, one thing I learned from talking That's to pounds, them, by the way. Yeah, one thing I learned from talking to them is that you know it's not actually that um, the coaching in this country is is, is particularly bad. Per se, because the UEFA course is all across Europe. Yeah. It's just the funding for it and, 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 and the amount of people that do it because of the funding is small because the, the FA spend their money on other things like Wembley and. He was telling me that instead of spending the, 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 a certain amount of millions they had put aside for coaching a, a few years ago, they took the money out of that and they gave it all to the clubs, the big clubs, and said, um, "We'll give you this money if you play more of your big name players in the FA Cup because we want to sell the <laughs> FA Cup rights overseas and want to get more money for it and stuff." So they've had their coaching budget slashed over and over again. And these guys who do an amazing job, I mean, they're yeah. all ex-pros, yep. um, good lads. One played pro in Germany for a long time. Another guy was a Bristol City professional. They're older, sixties now. And played a bit in New Zealand. You had to, a little yeah, yeah. Yeah, Common one of the guys there. playing music. Yeah, <laughs> and so and so. Um, but what was happening was they were saying that you know we can't even they won't even pass this full time. They won't even yeah. pay. It. We do our weekends. We give up mm. our weekends. We drive around here, and he said it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Obscene. Well, also mm. though in the in the southwest region, uh, the, as as the the regions are 
divided amongst the sort of football associations and local associations or whatever it was. And the southwest region, which is huge actually, it's not yeah. really southwest. It's more. No. It's it's Dorset to Cornwall up to Gloucestershire. Right. It's like the whole corner wow. of the country, huge. the left wing of the country. <laughs> yeah, basically. <yeah. laughs> and uh, they employ two full-time members of staff. Two full-time <laughs> members of staff to cover that whole region. Shocking. It's crazy, isn't it? This is the. <laughs> I mean. The, other FAs in Europe would love to have a fifth of the money that the yeah. English FA... Uh, or have had and spent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely obscene. But anyway, absolutely it was a good weekend. Obscene. We should thank everyone for, for letting us come along as well. Yeah, no, they were marvellous people, all of them. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. And uh, a good time has had by all. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in, in international football, we talked a bit about England there. Wales lost away to Montenegro, 1 mm. 0. Toshak uh, might even well have left by mm. the time the show comes out. Yeah. It looks like he's really on the brink. Much like Robbie Savage's uh, liking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see Bobby Gould says that he should go. <laughs> Bobby Gould's piping up. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone, the thing is, with Toshak, is that he's, I think he's probably just been there for too long now. I mean, he's it's got great years, experience. Isn't it? it's, it's his second they, stint. Yeah, he's got great experience. I mean, he's managed Real Madrid and stuff. They uh, could have been, been 4 0 up, though, to be fair. Did the, I didn't see the game. It was uh, a church. A church did hit the bar, and um, I think Bellamy missed a bit of a, an easy shot. But that um, is it. Vucinic, the, um, oh, he's the forward, he's yeah. decent. He yeah. is yeah. decent. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who, when he when he scored that important goal for Roma a season ago, I think he took all his clothes off apart from his pants. Wow. <laughs> he started running around the running track That's celebrating. Really that is exactly what you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, Northern Ireland, a fantastic win in Slovenia. Yes, a one nil. That that really is a brilliant. That was a good result for anybody. Yeah. Absolutely right. You yeah. know, so Craig Cathcart, he, he, he did this amazing bit of work, really strong work um, in the left corner, and just kind of managed to fizz it in. Wonderful. And, and the boy who scored is a Man United player, isn't he? But he's never yeah, played for him. Corey Evans. He, yeah. just, he just come on. And that's a vital <laughs> yeah. win because, I mean, Northern Ireland are in the same group as Italy and Serbia. Hmm. Group of death, does someone say? Well, Slovenia, <laughs> Slovenia qualified for the World Cup. I mean, yeah. well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, you've got three teams in there. You've um, got to talk about Alton Top's goal for Turkey. Uh, well, we, which group is Turkey? Uh, we're moving on to that in, shortly, but we haven't moved on from that group because uh, we've got to mention Italy coming from behind oh, yeah. to mm. win uh, in Estonia 2-1. Who got the equaliser, James Orgin? It was Antonio Cassano. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He, uh, set, up, he set up the winner with, within about three minutes. That was it. a lovely flick. The wedding's, over, the wedding's been done. <laughs> He's ready to come back and yeah. play uh, international. Football. I read um, a, a quote from Cassano that somebody posted on our um, Facebook uh, fan page wall, which you should get over to because it's very, very lively. Um, which is something about um, how it, he said, like three years ago, I decided I should either take my job seriously or go and sell salami. Yeah, that's the only option so you've got. You, yeah, he's only been trying for three years. <laughs> 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 it's always something to fall back on. Um, salami. salami. But the thing is, though, James, if that counts, if, if if saying you're refusing to go to the World Cup, whatever happens, it counts as trying. <laughs> I don't want to see what he was like before. Yeah. Well, he said even if he was was going to be picked uh, for the World Cup. He was getting married during the tournament. Yeah. So wasn't it? Who married him? It's, it's, it's <laughs> the equivalent. It's the equivalent of going up to like a, a birthday party invitation to a kid <laughs> at junior school and going, "Yeah, you know these birthday party invitations you put around. Don't bother inviting me because I'm not going to come." <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not okay. invited anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. uh, Scotland drew nil nil away in Lithuania. I really want Scotland to be good. <laughs> yeah, it makes <laughs> not half as much as the Scots. No, yeah. um, they're in a group with Czech Republic and Spain. So you look at that and you think, mm, mm. "It's a tough one." But yeah. th- unfortunately, Mark. So, I mean. It's really tough, you know. When you've got Czech Republic and Spain in your group, uh, games against Lithuania, home and away, you need yeah, to win. Absolutely. Yeah, that's like that a chance. That you've got trouble. to rely on essentially this Czech Republic slipping up. Or taking points off Spain and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, and yeah. yeah it's, they've really, really got to sort it out. Well, who knows? Who knows? Um, Ireland won 1 0 in Armenia. I think that's a decent result. People yeah. are going, oh, they only won 1 0. Well, hang on. Win's a win. That's the kind yeah. of place where England goes. Keith Faye. Yeah. Keith Faye scored. Well, he, did, didn't yeah. he go to a wedding, like. Hours before, did he? Something like that. His cousin yeah. was getting married or something like oh, that. So he uh, he was at the wedding for a bit, and then oh. he went off. And is this not a game. Stephen Island? I'm at a wedding. <laughs> almost as odd as why I just did a Northern Ireland accent for an yeah. Irish player. Anyway. Uh, and the Irish, of course, are in a group with Russia and Slovakia, most notably. I think Ireland have got a chance. Yeah, mm. uh, so I'd love to see one of the other home nations. And I don't suppose you really can count Ireland amongst them, but I would still love to see home Scotland nations in Ireland. Wales, yeah, anybody yeah. in in the Euros as well? Of course, of course. Assuming we get there. I was going to say let's let's make sure we do first, yeah. and then we can <laughs> hope everybody else does. <laughs> um, Germany won one 0 in Belgium. That is a great result for Germany. Close have scored. Belgium uh, have got a good young team. They do, they and, and, and hopefully defense. they've sorted themselves out because there was a lot of. Um, 
unrest in that uh, proverbial dressing room. Was that okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah with a, a lot of the young players. Dutch-esque. Worse. Yeah. Was it worse? I, th- I think it was worse. Because well, there's a lot of young players in that squad. Yeah, it, it was. So it seems uh, like they've got no sort of should, anchor. Yeah. I, I really want to, I, I will do this, I'll, I'll do some reading around, the amount of good young players Belgium started yeah. to use. It's, it's, it's like going back to like the mid-80s, late-80s, with the mm. Kulemans and the Shifos and stuff. Enzo they've got some Shifo. great players coming through. Um, yeah, the, the, one of them's just signed for Fulham, of course. That's right, yeah. Mm. Um, they were in the group with Turkey. Yeah. Are you wanting to talk about the well, goal of the season so far? It is the goal of the season. Well, it's so either far. that or Blackpool's goal for Varney. That's <laughs> <laughs> This this goal, if you've not seen it, for or me, Varney's goal for Blackpool. Should I say? Yeah, <laughs> it's one. It's one of the best goals I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, I'm saying it's better than Zidane's. It's one of those you volley, need to see volley. it from a certain angle to appreciate how good it is. Yeah. The way he arcs his body, he managed to shape like just. B- is someone going to describe the goal? For well, it's, it's, it's um, out in top for Turkey against Kazakhstan. Their second goal, ball comes over from the left hand side corner. It's a corner. Go comes over to the right hand side of the penalty area and on the fall he takes it over his shoulder and smashes it on the volley mm. into the top corner it's the perfect yeah. hit but it sort of curls into the right hand top corner doesn't it yeah. it's just wonderful the way, the way, the way he gets thing. yeah the way he gets over it you expect it to go into the ground but it doesn't because it, it's so mm. true and mm. smash it's up right. there with uh, Pippo's goal from last week yeah. which he can rest into the <laughs> top when, corner and when you see the truth Pete <laughs> you know you have yeah. um <laughs> They've been having a shocking time of late, and it's it's only got even more shockinger. Um, <laughs> Belarus Dear beat idea. France in France one nil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I said at the time when they banned all the players for that friendly, this yeah. is just going to make it carry on for longer. <laughs> you said this, this isn't the best idea, <laughs> an absolute farce, and so it's. Uh, I think that's probably had an effect. They uh, haven't had that. It's, chance it's pronounced France. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just Belarus will make marvelous scenes there. Yeah, they'll be loving that. But yeah. France, I mean, th- I know it was a late issue. I think it was like 80s You'd still expect a young French side You would do But you have got some more up Yeah but if you looked at that team That France put out I looked them in the eye You could You could You could choose another French player Well known and better Who could have played Mm. And they haven't played To be honest though No they've had a lot of injuries They've had like a lot of injuries And suspensions Obviously Anelka's been Partially (laughs) (laughs) Retired basically Quite out of pasture But um, So obviously yeah They do have their problems (laughs) In terms of who they can select But you've got to be beating Belarus at home surely Especially after Mm. the Absolute slaughtering they've, they've been taking in the press, and there's got to be a reaction from the players. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, they've got to address this slump soon because it's clearly endemic, and it's it, rather than being sort of just a little yeah. sort of slump in form. Like they could, uh, they could not qualify. Well, you know, France, France after often, one game, that's a huge thing to say. Yeah, but like the state they're in, France like, often have these funny results, you know, and they manage to get through. But if you take into account but their World Cup be, games as well, they've lost mm, a f- lot of games their last. But this could be the one. Where they actually don't qualify, as you're saying. Well, Laurent Blanc cut a forlorn figure at the end of that game. Oh, but he did. Um, the other funny result for me was um, Portugal 4, Cyprus 4. Yeah, for for well, everyone, Marcus. For you. <laughs> well, I represent the views of Great Britain. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the opening goal the, <laughs> <laughs> the opening goal for Cyprus, the lob, was just. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> so there was Epic. about three or four goals that could have been goals, goals of the season. Almeida's like sort of backwards diving header. Um, <laughs> it was uh, Fernandez's. Uh, it's Fernandez, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, the, no, last, Fernandez, yeah. the pinger, their, their last yeah. goal. He hammered it. It was beautiful. But they were four three up, and Cyprus scored in the last minute, didn't they? It's like yeah. Cyprus have used up all their goals for. In, <laughs> yeah, in, in, yeah. In one game. Why not, James? Yeah. A, yeah. You know, I you, think I prefer that. Yeah. Cyprus fan. You go away to Portugal and Portugal score four. You think, well, we're not getting anything out of this. There was, yeah. a, there was a lovely moment when uh, th- their forward Constantinou, I think his yeah. name was. He put he ran. He was one on one with the keeper, and the keeper came out so quickly. He put it the other side of the keeper. He put it to the right and ran to the left and ran round and slammed Did it. Did it? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Palais Esco. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Well, that was all the international football. Of course, there'll be some more very, very soon. But it hasn't been played as we're talking. But there has been some transfers. Hmm. And uh, so let's let's talk about them. The window shut. Boom. There it is. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be lovely having Asamoah Gyan playing in the Premier League. Mm. Although it does, it, what a bargain! It kind of worries me. What was it, thirteen million pounds? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's Sunderland. A lot. Sunderland spending thirteen million pounds just to sort of like get by. Really. Are they not? Do, do yeah. they really have ambitions of Europe? Are you surprised that um, that Sunderland and, and Wren? Uh, dealing with each other of, There's a figure of 13 million Between those two yeah. <laughs> But yeah. you know Sunderland they have a bit of money And they have sold uh, Kevin Jones Yeah it's very true well. But the thing is uh, Sunderland y- You don't really 
they don't really strike me as a club that are likely to get into the to the Europa League. And obviously, they're going to be pushing for that. Yeah, it's, it's just sort it of is worrying a lot of money. that you have to spend that sort it of money. It is a lot of money. I know um, what you're saying, but Jan is a good player. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's good, good at all. Got, he could, a, got a great player there. Him and he's Ben quite young as well. Him and Ben could, could get a lot of goals this season. I mean, I'll set myself up for a fool by saying he'll be good in the Premier League. But he, he's one of those players who, to, to me, looks like he's got all the tools. But I said that about Voronin. So, well, <laughs> Andy, <laughs> Andy Brassel, um, who's obviously a sort of journalist who's very very knowledgeable about French football, said to me once that um, the French league is actually a very sort of good stepping stone to the Premier League because it's, it's very physical. similar yeah, yeah. it's very, very far and fast, physical, physical yeah. Yeah. so you know it, it tends to be the case that players coming from the French league do do well no, so I agree I mean, with that I agree with that principle definitely from what I've seen good yeah. luck to Jan well just as well because Fraser Campbell um, has had a bad injury he's out for I reckon about six months for that knee injury picked up against Man City it's a ligament thing wasn't it I think yeah yeah uh, another good signing Spurs getting Van der Vaart yeah yeah, a good, million. A good sign because he's a great player, but I don't know where they're going to play. Yeah. <laughs> well, Redknapp was saying, wasn't he? He's was like, well, yeah, you know, like the sort of last day of the season, the chairman was saying, do you want him? We've got the money for him. He's like, well, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe we can do something, maybe we can do something. I, I hate the way he talks about transfers. Like, oh, yeah, are you, do are you, something. Are you a wheeler dealer, Harry? No. The great thing is, you can, you can quote you can quote Redknapp about offending anyone because he doesn't actually say the F word. He says, fuck. F A C K. This is a cool This is a lot of a can't. Yeah, yeah. This was when Rob Palmer was it? Rob Palmer. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Said, yeah, you've made your name as being a bit of a wheel and dealer, wheeler and dealer, Harry. And he went, no, nah, just. Well, if I may, yeah. what he should have said. I'm an football manager. Well, well Palmer should, when Palmer said that, yeah. Redlock said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm a football manager. Palmer should have just gone. Well, no, you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of, instead of what he did go was, oh, Harry, don't be like that. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, he did say that. But yeah. He didn't mean it as an insult. And it, no. It, the way he meant it was, it was very clearly a compliment on his ability yeah. in the transfer market. Yeah, well, well no, he, Harry, you have. So can I get to my question, please? Yeah, like Barry. Fry, but quite successful. Yeah, we yeah, try yeah. and buy everyone every also, summer. Someone yeah. else, someone else um, who's also done that is Sam Allardyce is a bit of a wheel and dealer. Mm. Just ironic that off the field, um, we'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, not, the, the thing is, though, <laughs> is, is, why do, is them making? A deal out of it? No, I don't think for one second Rob Palmer was trying to offend him by saying that. No, yeah, you have. You, you've you've spent your career dining out on that sort can of I, thing. Can I quote you as Team Palmer? I'm Team Palmer. I, this you were, yeah. Yeah. I like Print Rob Palmer. T-shirt. <laughs> <Might as> well <laughs> face it, you're addicted to love. Yeah, oh. exactly. He, but he, like, he, you know, he loves his Spanish football. He's a good commentator as well. I think. Yeah. I think he's got yeah. a lot of strings to his bow, old Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what a yeah, what a bow it is. Uh, Stoke have made some signings. Mm. Ida Good Johnson, Mark Wilson, and Jermaine Pennant. And Kenwin Jones as well. And yeah. Kenwin Jones. I'm happy that. Uh, decent signings there. Pompey yeah. got. And Jermaine Pennant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. I Pom- love Good Johnson. I think he's still doing a job. Yeah. Good Johnson. I got. Uh, uh, Pompey got um, Dave Kitson and um, Liam Lawrence out of that. Did Tim try to move not on? I'm too bothered about Pompey. Well, come on, I am. <laughs> they need everyone man they can get. Did, did can you breathe? You're in. Did he start at Stoke? We were talking him going. No, Tim tried still at Stoke. I think he is. He's decent forward line they've got there. Yeah. Make no bones about it, James. Um. Uh, Manchester's uh, favourite adopted son Rubinho's moved um, <laughs> to Milan. Has there been a parting shot, per chance, Marcus? <laughs> Do you know what there is? Um, <laughs> uh, he, he claimed that uh, Mark Hughes or Mancini understood him, or his mother, for that matter. Um, he said. Perhaps they only believed in the sporting side of things, but that wasn't enough for me. I am Brazilian and I can't offer my best performances if I'm not happy in every aspect of life, diva. Um, I am a special <laughs> footballer and I need to be happy when I'm playing. That was the case at Real Madrid, but never at City. I thought he was unhappy at Real Madrid, hence the move. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then the, the worst, the most offensive thing of all is when he said, Manchester is a sensational venue for football, but an also awful place to live. The winter, the cold and the dark nights, it's very hard for a young Brazilian. So he right. so he slagged off a couple of managers and then he's gone for the whole city. Well, yeah. and, and not only that, the climate. I mean, I presume <laughs> I presume he's got an iPhone because yeah. most rich people have iPhones. Can right? he work? There's an app called the Weather App, right? Yeah. Just no, type it in Manchester. It. it comes with it. it comes with it. Yeah. yeah. Just just click on it. Find yeah. out what the weather's like. Yeah. I ju- it's funny because it, especially as he mentions Real Madrid there, because he was clearly unhappy at Madrid. Mm, well, he they was didn't making want a lot of noise, wasn't he? About yeah. It, wasn't only it? towards the end. Though. Well, only he, towards the he end. He wanted to go to Chelsea and link up with Scolari. Yeah. And City came along and. Real, Real were almost. It felt a bit like a Merkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always um, become like a sort of Robbie Keane style figure. Just keeps getting shunted around. You know, just obviously yeah. at sort but, of much higher scale. But, but Keane's quite a likable bloke mm. and works hard. <laughs> yeah, I've met Robbie Keane. Lovely fella. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I've well, not that, met him. That, so. that one uh, anecdotal ev- piece of anecdotal <laughs> evidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> what more concrete evidence is this? <laughs> um, um, I rest my case. 
uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's gone to Milan. Um, Who else has gone to Milan? Well, obviously Zla- Zlatan Zipper. has. Uh, talking of uh, parting shots, yeah. uh, as if the man hadn't had enough, yeah. he had another dig at uh, Pep Guardiola. He said, in my book, a great coach solves his problems. A small-time coach runs from them. Is he really calling Guardiola a small time coach? Call it Zlatan. He should have been on the UEFA B thing. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have an email regarding Zlatan. Oh, actually. do you? Well, I'll just finish off with he said that he had his problems. Um, he's never had problems with the coaches before. Mm, that's and, not true. And, uh, <laughs> he said, but suddenly I had a thousand problems and I had no communication with the philosopher. I love how he calls <laughs> Guardiola the philosopher. That's what everyone calls him. Is it's that, his nickname, yeah. Is yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Zlatan being dismissive of it. No, he is definitely still doing. Oh, yeah, it probably yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought when you said that, I thought it was going to break into a Jay Z song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, James. Sorry. So, okay. Uh, I heard your Ibrahimovic quote about Zlatan's wedding gift, which in fact was an engagement gift to his girlfriend he had way back. I don't know if you've heard any of the other famous Zlatan one-liners, so here's a sample of them. On this, one is of a, this is an email, by the way. Yes. Yeah, who's it from? Into this. Uh, it's from Ola Hasselgren. I right. hope that's how you pronounce it. Hola, Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so on one of his first away games for the Swedish national team uh, in the locker room, he said, Who are we playing? <laughs> <laughs> ben Asuracotto apparently does that. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I had Messi does it sometimes. Does he? No, he doesn't. Yeah. Weird. Uh, <laughs> when he had just signed with Ajax, a newspaper asked him uh, what he would say if he ever became a player for Barcelona and uh, met all the stars for the first time in the locker room, and he said, Hi, I'm Zlatan. Who the hell are you? Oh, my <laughs> God. That's Brian nice. Clough esque. Uh, yeah, yeah. I reckon that probably happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so Sweden were planning at San Marino in uh, Zlatan's hometown of Malmo. Um, on the question of why he, th- why he thought all the tickets were sold out in about three hours, he said, "Because I bought them all." <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. No, yeah, just weird. Yeah. Uh, he apparently, once said, "Why are they screaming at me? I gave them candy." <laughs> <laughs> Finally, children. Football agents are only to be used by mediocre players. All the big clubs come to me. <laughs> Yeah, oh. Germany went mental when Arsenal asked them, asked them to go for a trial. Yeah, it's, um, I do not do trials. I am Zlatan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, thanks for a great show, Ola Hasselgren. Thank you very much. He apparently supports West Ham, Valencia, and Malmo. All oh, right, mm. what choices? Oh, great stuff. Yes, there. we need to pick, pick a uh, Swedish team. Yeah. Oh, well, well, come on, I call. I call. Isn't Kenny Pavey. Oh, okay. Silly. Um, yeah, but other transfers. Uh, Huntelaar's gone to Schalke for around ten million. Mm. Yeah, link up with Raul. He's got yeah. a hat trick, didn't he, in the internationals? Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, they they, they beat uh, they won 5-0, didn't they? Mm. Absolutely. Uh, oh, sorry, I, I forgot to say that um, I uh, talking of uh, Guardiola and, and, and so on, Jose, oh, yeah. his uh, counterpart in... Um, That's going to be tasty, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. Very well, handsome. Very handsome um, derby of Spain. El Clasico this year. I loved it when... Because uh, he's had a little bit of pressure because they've not had the best start no. to the season with the nil-nil draw. He said, look, I'm a coach. I'm not Harry Potter. He is magical. But in reality, there is no magic. Magic is fiction. Football <laughs> is real. <laughs> it's just shattering the dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Children there was no really easy yeah. way for me to kind of smoothly put that into the no, show. No, you so can I break it. I'm yeah. going to have to just chuck that one in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, Milan, we've talked a bit about them, but they're going to have, in the same team, Zlatan, Robinho, hmm. Ronaldinho and Pato. Hmm. The is there going to be a bit of unrest in the dressing room? Sadov's going to have to keep more in check. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine Sadov cracking the whip? Oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, right, and, well, well, we're on the subject of the transfers, James. Alexander Kreb has gone to Birmingham City. Great Does that annoy you? Because um, no. he should really be still playing for Arsenal. Why, why would you say that? Because he's good enough. Yeah, but, I mean... Well, I don't know, he did run down a lot of blind alleys. He was exceptional in his last season. He actually used to link very well with Thomas Rosicki as well. But um, I think it's a great signing for Birmingham. I, I don't, you know, b- begrudge him, you know, coming back to the Premier League. It'd be interesting to see how he does in a, in a sort of, in a different kind of team. Because mm. obviously the way Birmingham Arsenal players are very different. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a funny, it was a terrible move for him in the end, wasn't it? He's just been shunted around Europe. Here he is. He should have had that ice cream. With the guys from Inter and gone there. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just yeah, weird move. I don't know, but it really, I mean, McLeish deserves some credit for that. I think. Yeah, getting a sort of you know Barcelona player on loan, whoever they are, like mm. it's, it's great. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, Blackpool manager Ian Holloway. Mm. Uh, apparently, they just missed out on signing. 
David Nugent. Yeah, because I turned Nugent's phone off, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Did he's you not, not want him going there? No, he's not going, he's not going there. Um, yeah, too far away, isn't he? It's too far away. No, that's right, because <laughs> apparently he wasn't answering his phone. Yeah. Um, Holloway said that uh, with 20 minutes to go, they had Nugent signed on. He was there, he was their player. But no one could locate him, so he couldn't sign his contract and it all fell through. Stupid. Absolutely um, crazy. Holloway was on the court, that did that course that we were on. That's right, yeah. And he apparently, because apparently he, uh, he got offered the Hearts job and we, he was ready to accept it this is obviously because he had a year out of the game mm. Holloway uh, before he was at Blackpool obviously and he, had, and he, was, he accepted the Hearts job right. and um, apparently in Scotland you need to have your A licence to manage and he didn't have it so he couldn't take the job they had to give it to someone else and so yeah, he went yeah. down and did this course mm. wow. so yeah. he's, 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 he's a really nice guy I mean, I don't know how this works, but obviously, that if they had everything done bar being able to speak to David Nugent, and Tottenham could still sign Van der Vaart after the, the transfer window shut, and the same thing happened with Arsenal yeah. when they signed up no, Shavin, it was afterwards. So but that's what? different because what happens is they get a load of um, things for at the same time and they have to work through them. So as long as the paperwork's received by the deadline, they go through them afterwards, and right. they get so much that they, it takes a while to get through them all okay. and check them the off. Work permit. That's what definitely what happened with the Arshavin one. The yeah. work permit's involved as well. Arshavin didn't get. Um, Formally announced till like twenty four hours afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I think Van der Vaart was a little bit sort of short of time in that, but that's basically the reason. But so Nugent wouldn't have been able to sign, so he wouldn't have been able to get the paperwork through because it wasn't done. Basically, well, I mean, presumably you knew nothing about the move, did he? I mean, if you, if you got, <laughs> I mean, I'm a notable part. I'm a man who notably uh, doesn't have his phone on ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you guys have uh, been at the brunt of that. But I mean, if there's one day a year or two days a year. You keep it on. Yeah. Well, Ben Johnny did the same last year. Ben Johnny slept through two flights oh, yeah. up to Manchester, didn't he? <laughs> Crazy Dear oh dear um, Well we've talked a bit about Coaching badges And licences and so on Do you reckon El Diego had one? Um, I'm going back to Diego Corner You're not <laughs> I am yeah It's almost as if I knew that yeah. he, He's piped up Oh my goodness yeah. Look more is in Diego Corner Ladies and gentlemen Well I don't want A man such as Diego To uh, celebrate a 50th birthday It's for you Joe. Unacknowledged by uh by the football ramble it's not happening yet I but it's coming up I think of him as being like hundreds of years old no, he's well, some he, sort of deity he's 49 he's he'll be got a sort of realistic age he'll live forever I, th <laughs> I thought you were going to say you know well he's 47 but he's just letting everybody know that there's a big build up to the 50th yeah, yeah. <laughs> well basically he, he's piped up and said that he wants to have his 50th birthday um, with a game and a celebration at um, Stadio San Paolo which is Na Napoli Stadium where he obviously spent a long a long time and, and, and also a very successful time um, and what he wants, he gets. But yeah. I, I was reading this story and thinking, oh, this is all very nice and stuff. And he did win things there, and he did well for them. He he, he was there and captained them and stuff, and when they had their um, the most sort of successful period in their mm. history. But he was talking about it, it was through such rose-tinted spectacles, <laughs> like it was a literal Garden of Eden, <laughs> that I thought I'd better have a little word with him. Because yes. he said, um, oh, my only desire is to return to Napoli so I can once again embrace the perfect city, and all this stuff. <laughs> there are things that remain inside of you, and... Um, that time can never erase. He's like, you turn into like John Keats or something. Uh, <laughs> I spent the most beautiful and pleasant part of my existence at Napoli and I still have many friends there. Um, so he's trying to get all the players back and he's trying to get um, De Laurentiis, the, uh, the, the, the president, well, to get them off. If there's one and, man who could do it. Well, exactly. But the thing is, and, and, he, and I can't stress enough, he obviously had an a, a exceptionally successful time there. Hmm. But I just thought I'd run through a few points uh, that happened when he was there that he's not really mentioned. No. Um, 70,000 US dollars in fines for missing training in matches. <laughs> um, excessive cocaine use. Um, and What's excessive now? No, he said it was a good time. A good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, an illegitimate son. Oh no! <laughs> um, unsuitable relationships in quotes with Comora members, who are obviously the local gangsters. Yeah. And um, a small matter just at the end, just a footnote there. It's probably not worth mentioning, but um, thirty-seven million euros in tax <laughs> loans. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. Twenty-three and a half million euros interest. Yeah. If you can hear me, Diego, when you turn up, don't wear any jewellery or what. <laughs> yeah, because they'll take it off. Well, yeah. that's the thing, isn't that? Is how they seem to be claiming their tax money by just robbing him of everything they can get their yep. hands on when he gets there. So, like, how? If he why does he want it there? If he turns out on pitch, how, how much do you pay for those? But well, I'll have them. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just like this fact that he's sort of going. Uh, I've, I still have lots of friends in Napoli. You see them very often, do you? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Presumably they come to you then. Yeah. Every time he goes, they nickel his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Diego, he, he strikes me as one of, being one of those people that has like a birthday celebration that lasts a week. You yeah. Know, like a spoiled <laughs> rich teenage girl. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, when <laughs> I have a birthday party, it goes on for days. My super sweet sixteen. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Most of the country do that now. Do they? Yeah, oh, I know loads oh, of people. You old Setting. man, Marcus. It's, it's my 30th birthday next week and I'm not doing anything. No. 
Don't, no need. Exactly. Not bothered. Exactly. Done a bit of a week. Speak, on a speaking on of overweight men, yeah. um, <laughs> not you. Oh, I hey. meant Diego. If I'm I'd just, come in earlier. I'm just coming back from his corner. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Burry 5 for uh, Gillingham 4. What a match. Yes. What Burry. a match. <laughs> uh, I think he means Burry. Berry. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. Burry. Burry. <laughs> well, it's, just, it's the same for me. Burry, Burry. How did Andy Gorham, I think? Is it? I think Andy oh, Gorham. Well, um, my favourite. Which one? My, my uh, new favourite player, Akin Fenwa. Have yes. you seen him before? Uh, not recently. He him, yeah. is the fattest man I have ever seen in my life. He's got two at the weekend, but he is. You know, like I remember how big, like is he wh- fat wh- and big John Parkin. He's he is massive. Jan Mulby fat or like, even fatter than that? Even fatter than John Jan Barnes Mulby. at Shelton. Fatter than John Char- John John Char- John Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> no. John Barnes at Strictly Come Dancing. He's incredibly fat. Okay. He's massively fat, and uh, every, just check him out. Just check him out if you can. We get, let's one- get a picture of him and laugh at him. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Phil Schle- from Pr- Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Stop, stop this. He's, he's, the thing is, though, he's, he hasn't got a belly on him. He's just huge. Okay. He's, yeah. he's a giant man. Right, he's, right. He, a he, giant he, man. He enchants me. I just like him, me, uh, pick, him to pick me up and just make, make everything all put right. Put him on the keeper and put you in his other pocket. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got an email. Go ahead. Let's stop talking about fatties. Uh, Ramblefoss Ho! Oh. Uh, let me set the scene for you. I'm having a bad day at work and think to myself, what could make my day better? I know, the Football Ramble podcast. Oh, well. thank you very much. So, this you person, say that. This yeah. person's <laughs> listening away, getting happier and happier. Then comes the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Hey! It was Jürgen Klinsmann. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Great. To cut a long story short, I get to the bit when one Lukey Moore basically inferred that it was easy to be a baker, to which I, Steve Hobbs, maverick oh baker no! from Kent, it's Steve Hobbs says, "I've incurred his wrath." What do Steve you know? Come to Mercus. What do you know about studying to be a baker? Yeah. Christ, he says. Oh, he does. That's it. And oh, then he puts it a PS. You don't know what you've done. This oh. week's ramble roll is chicken, <laughs> mayo, bacon, and pineapple. <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> but what Steve I would Hobbs. say to that is, um, I wouldn't mind. Uh, <laughs> Smashing a few questions at you, if that's all right. Go about ahead. H- how to be a baker? Oh no! is baker's dozen. I, I, guess I, I, call I, it. I genuinely had no idea about this email. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's stunned. Uh, he's stunned. Right. Well, but, what did I even say? I feel you, like you said that it was. You said that surely you don't have to do any studying to be just, uh, yeah, a baker. Yeah, you put the whole baker. I made a joke about being a baker with brown hair. Do you know what? Right at this moment in time, I feel like Hobbs is outside with like a rolling pin or something, and you will know him by the trail of bread. <laughs> right, question number one, Luke. Yeah, go ahead. This isn't from him, this is from me. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> How many is in a baker's dozen? 13. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, no, is that correct or not? That is correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you very much. It's obviously correct. One out of one. Don't clap yourself. It's three questions. Okay. Number two, Question number two. What is the active leavening e- agent of bread? Yeast. Correct. <laughs> We've got two. What's happening here? <laughs> Third Let question. Third question. A Kaiser roll, also known as a Vienna roll, occasionally known as a Kaiser Semmel, has a characteristic star design on the upper side. But which emperor of Austria is it said to commemorate? Oh, <laughs> uh, um. I'll go for um, Hitler. No, come on, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna have to pass that one, Pete. I'm afraid, Charlie. Chapman. Well, I'm not gonna tell you. That's your homework for the week. Okay. Oh. What I will say is two out of three in your face, Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, if you want to send That's in a your pass own, grade. if you want to send in your own set of questions for Luke and see how he passes a real bakery <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. test, then we'll set that up for next week. Just spent a lot of my time in bakery. God, how has it got to the point where we're quizzing you on food? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being um, back at my mum's. Dear oh dear. Uh, one little story to, to finish off the main part of the show, which was um, oh, it's a lovely one. It's a <laughs> lo- talking. Of, you're talking. Of, you mentioned Maradona mm. coming. You know, wanting to play another game. Well, Dean Windass put his boots on. Oh yeah, he's gone to play for a. Um, for oh, no, a- it was a one-off. Oh, I thought it- he was going to play for a local side. No, no, it was a one-off. He, he played. Um, uh, in the uh, for the Yorkshire Amateurs uh, for the, the Swans in a three-one victory over the Yorkshire Amateurs. Sorry, uh, this is in the um, Northern Counties East League, uh, which is the league where he started out playing for North Ferriby uh, Ferriby United. Forgive my mispronunciation. Um, incredible, isn't it? He, he gone back to the yeah. league where he started. I thought he started with Windass all over. No, no, it was just it was um, it was a favour for the chairman um, because I think they had no strikers or something like that. They're good mates. So oh, okay. Said, right. I'll, I'll, I'll come along. Is that kind of lad? Yeah, well, he, but he also said that it wouldn't be fair if he just came back and played the odd game when he wasn't going to training and whatnot. Mm. You know, he's forty-one now and he's obviously yeah. doing a lot of uh, Sky Sports stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they asked um, about you know. 
blimey, you got a hat trick, and he went, well, did I expect to get a hat trick? Well, something's never changed, do they? <laughs> <laughs> How did the other team feel about this? Yeah. So, oh, so you've, you're just allowed, like, a sort of retired ex-pro for oh, this game, I But would you not be happy to fine. mark him? It'd be good, it'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, it'd be I, cool. can't, I can't ever think that Dean Windass plays uh, non-league on, I think it was Wednesday, wasn't it, or the, or the week before. Yeah. Then suddenly non-league day happens. Oh, yeah. Or the weekend, <laughs> so. Coincidence? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, it's funny, because he was, he was very pleased with the Yorkshire amateurs, because he said they didn't try to kick me. I didn't, wouldn't thought they would. No, no but you wouldn't dare. Boot them back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, unbelievable. Apparently the, um, the, 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 the gates, uh, shot up. 320 people came along. That's not bad. It's just sort of treble, the, the amount of usually they get. So, uh, marvellous scenes. Mm. Mm. Windass, back on the pitch, where he belongs. Good stuff. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Mm. Profile. The profile, mm. as we like to affectionately call it. Who have we got? Who have we got? Oh, I've just bent down to pick him up. Oh. <laughs> Zero, <laughs> And that's so right. I see everything. Oh, Gordon. He was, he was <laughs> <laughs> he's a big lad. <laughs> he's a bit. He's big Jack Charlton. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Slightly influenced by meeting Chris Morris. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> he was raving about Charlton, wasn't he? Sonny's a good man to play for and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was nodding as if, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember uh, yeah. playing for him. Um. Jack Charlton. One, he, one thing I will say about Jack Charlton is he's much older than I thought he was. Oh, he is. You'll mm. tell me how old in a minute, but I'm pretty sure he's a lot older than you think. Well, I can tell you when he's well, born. Well, you don't know how old I think he is. Yeah, good point, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, he was well. born a hundred years before the ceremony. <laughs> 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 Surprising. Yeah. Uh, not true. No, uh, Jurassic Charlton. <laughs> <laughs> he was born on May the 8th, actually, um, 1935. 32 years before the Summer of Love. That makes him 75 years old. I told you. Yeah. How old did you think he was? You're getting a high five for that, man. Thanks. Good Late 60s, maybe? But he smashed that. 75, James. Mm. So. <laughs> well, he won the World Cup in the mm. late 60s. Yeah, so he was, he, he was, he was, thir he was 31 when he played in the World Cup. Mm. Um, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. It, well, he was. <laughs> well, yeah, he definitely was. <laughs> right, um, he was, uh, he was a minor before he, uh, I don't We were I all minors. I was about, Marcus. yeah, <laughs> right, clever. Yeah. Down the mines. Your dad literally was a minor. Well, I was gonna say, in fact, at Pete said we were all minors. What, what, what do you lot, mean by A that? lot of my, uh, damaged lung, uh, family <laughs> 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 were minors. It's amazing you could play that Vuvuzela. Mm. Such lung capacity. Um, no nonsense, yeah. I think, when you talk about Jack Charlton. Mm -hmm. um, a, we'll spade, a spade is very much a spade with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't get the water to the lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. That was only a matter of time before that came out. Yeah, yeah. well, we're moving on. We'll, we'll get there. A man yeah. constantly Pete. on a quest for water. Peter, <laughs> I promise you we'll get there. <laughs> the right. In John, my head, he's got a dowsing rod on the I, side. Yeah. I hope John Aldridge is involved. Oh. People, you mentioned in World Cup 94, <laughs> way before it's due. Yeah. Um, he was a one club man. Leeds United? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Um, lovable Leeds United. He signed for them when he was uh, <laughs> 17. Um, and he was a very, very solid, strong defender. Loved a crunching tackle. Very tall as well. For very him. tall indeed. Time, yeah. six, um, foot three or six foot three. His yeah. neck just kept going and they just drew a face on it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Chuby face. Yeah. Who's they? Yeah. He's, well, he's like one of those fellas that you see outside garages that are inflated. They go, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, he does <laughs> look like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, the ones oh. that they put the air through, they sometimes have them oh, cut yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he had a famous brother, hmm. Bobby. Bobby Miller. Hmm. Bobby John. <laughs> Pete, the clues <laughs> in the name. Oh, Pete's getting giddy again. I'm up for this come one. On. Ex, <laughs> ex Newcastle manager, come on. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. And what a wonderful time he had there as well. Um, as a, a youngster playing for Leeds and going through the ranks, he uh, he took a lot of inspiration and a lot of lessons from another Leeds United centre back. So was he still bald as a seventeen-year-old? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I can't picture him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. born bald. Good. There's a, there's a classic picture of him at Leeds and his all white strip, um, and he's standing behind like a, a few other players training. Um, he's about twenty-three, probably I'd estimate. Mm -hmm. Completely bald with a comb over, with a fag in his hand. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that is it. People, certain people like that from that area of England. Um, of that era just seemed like they were always all old yeah, always yeah, <laughs> never never young Michael Parkinson imagine him Bruce Forsyth imagine him as a young man Brucey, yeah, I know yeah, he's yeah. not from up north but imagine him as a young man you nah, can't do it yeah, even Bobby Charlton who looks more youthful yeah exactly uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah he learnt a lot from uh, another Leeds United centre back Slash striker. Oh yeah, oh, John, John Charles, Charles yeah. a fellow uh, Dean Mendes Hall of Fame. E. Um, 
And yeah, he, pl- he played for, for Leeds throughout his career, 1952 to 1973. I think he just missed out on when Clough took over. I think he retired the, the summer of, that Clough took yeah, over. Yeah, he did. He, he was still Which Don Revy. Clough was 74. Well, him and Clough, f- Leeds would have exploded. <laughs> the whole it would just have been absolutely <laughs> incredible. Because e- even Don Revy said, like, he called him, you're a bit of an awkward one and so on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, it was uh, quite incredible, really, when he was picked to play for England because he was 29 when he got his first England cap, mm. um, and uh, everyone was quite bemused by this. Even Big Jack himself, yeah. to the point of he he actually said he went up to Ramsey, Alf Ramsey, England manager, and Sir Alf Ramsey, should I say, and said. Why have you picked me? I <laughs> <laughs> asked him. Well, this again. This is the kind of the straight talking. I'll tell you, it was a bit like that. Um, Ashley Cole. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very similar. You know yeah. where you stand with Ashley Cole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. He said. Uh, he said, "Why did you pick me?" And Alfred Ramsey said, "I don't always pick the best players. I pick the players I need." Yeah, I love that. So Ramsey's basically saying, "I know there are the players but better than it, but you fit in the system." In fairness, at the risk of sounding a bit old-fashioned, does anyone agree that it's about time England started picking an t- actual team? Well, I was about to rather say, than a yeah, yeah, group yeah. of individuals, you know, um, and. A course he was uh, had a centre back partnership with Bobby Moore yeah. and uh, Alf Ramsey said you, you, you're a good tackler you're good in the air I need all these things and also when Bobby Moore go, well, Bobby goes up the field with the ball you'll always fill him behind him as cover yeah that's weird because I, I don't know Bobby Moore's statistics but I know that Jack Hart scored quite a few goals for Leeds yeah he did right yeah I think he was about uh, 70 goals yes yeah, quite a lot yeah, of goals for a certain like career yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, he played. Um, he got thirty-five caps for England, hmm. and he played uh, all the World Cup matches in in '66. He was dropped for because they qualified when they were qualifying for seventy. Hmm. Um, he he started to get dropped, I think. That's right. And yeah. someone else came in from. I forget who his, what his name was. And then and then and then um, after uh, after around that sort of time, I think he decided he didn't want to play for England anymore. Yeah, he yeah. retired. He had a, a great game against Portugal in the semi-final of '66. Quite famous. And they said that was. One of his best performances for England. Um, so Bill Shankly, back to club football. Bill Shankly tried to sign him a couple of times for Liverpool, and it, Bill Shankly said um, he rated him as the best English centre half he'd seen. God, flipping out. Hmm. Um, in '67, he was voted Footballer of the Year. Good for and a defender. Don't yeah, get defenders yeah. winning it very often. And uh, he made uh, a club record uh, 773 appearances for Leeds. Uh, before Back, there wasn't as many games in either. No, that's it's right. Great yeah. stuff. Retiring at the age of 37. Um, and he went into management and uh, he first managed Middlesbrough. Um, now it was, <laughs> it was quite funny when he went to uh, see the, the Middlesbrough board of directors because he, he went in there, um, uh, sat them down, and the, the members of the boardroom said, uh, "Okay." And, it, and Jack said they started asking me questions like it was an interview. And I said, "Well, hang on a minute. I didn't hear come here to be interviewed for the job. I came here because I was told you wanted me for the job." <laughs> um, <and laughs> I'll so try that next interview I have. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, and he, he brought out a sheet of paper that Don Revy had given him, um, which listed his uh, responsibilities. And was a bit of a, a reference, I suppose. Yeah. And he said, "There you are. Put that on the table." Walked out. And fifteen minutes later, the board came out and gave him the job. Great wow. stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, it's yeah. almost like he was interviewing them. <laughs> 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 and he got and he got them. I didn't get them promoted as he well. Did, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, did, they he definitely did really top, well. He did, he did really well for for Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah, promoted to Division One. And then he took over at uh, Sheffield Wednesday. He was there for a little while. Uh, they were down in the doldrums. I think he, I think he survived relegation uh, with them. Uh, went to Newcastle, but didn't really do too well with Newcastle. Had a bit of a poor relationship with the fans. He was only there a year. Your fault. Yeah. You may have only been one. <laughs> your fault. Knock-on effect. Isn't yeah. It? Only um, takes one bad apple. I, I heard that he was doing all right until the literal moment that Pete Donaldson was born. <laughs> <laughs> what year were you born? Eighty-three. Eighty-one. Oh, so you were two. Oh, fair enough. Right, he was three. three. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. I had more, of, more to do with this than I realised. <laughs> I, <thought you> <laughs> I thought you were younger than that. He did sign Gascoigne, though. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. For Newcastle, um, didn't he used to drag Gaz out of the, the cafes, the local cafes? He used to tell her, he used to t- tell all the cafe owners uh, not to sell him the cakes. sell him cakes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's right. Yeah, uh, nice. it seemed so innocent back then. If I was a footballer, that sort of thing would definitely happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as many people will know, Jack Chalm, in 1986, he became the manager of the Republic of Ireland. And he said he wanted to... He actually went for the vacant uh, England manager's position when Don Revy finished, mm. uh, but he didn't get it. And he just... He wanted to be an international manager, and he would have mm. been quite happy managing any of the, the home nations. Oh, but it was quite a bit before he took over at Republic of Ireland, that, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was yeah. a little bit, yeah. 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 Um, but it was a controversial choice, because it was the, the Republic of Ireland's um, uh, first non-Irishman appointed. And then he picked loads of non-Irish players. <laughs> 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 well, uh, but especially, you know, being an Englishman, you know. Yeah, but you can imagine the FA FAI board going, I told you this would happen. <laughs> Look what happens when you get an Englishman in. We've got a lot of English players now. The door's yeah. open now. <laughs> yeah. The door's open now. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise, um, Ireland. I don't know, he's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, the, the, the contract negotiations weren't m massively dissimilar to what he did at Middlesbrough. He said that, um, I informed them I didn't want a contract. I would stay for three years, which would take us through Euro 88. <laughs> and into a the contract, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a verbal contract. Okay, yeah. we'll just write that down. <laughs> <laughs> just so we know. He said, and into the qualifying rounds of <laughs> World Cup 90, if either party was dissatisfied at that point, the agreement would end with a handshake. Um, and he said My first game in charge Of the Ireland team It was a friendly Against Wales At Lansdowne Road In, in March 86 He said It was notable For three things Ian Rush got the only goal uh, Neville Southall Got a broken angle And I got a reputation For forgetting the names Of my own players <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he do that Quite a bit But he had some Amazing times with Ireland I mean, oh, yeah. He really took them To the level that What they are now Well in fact Even beyond that I mean yeah. they haven't Qualified uh, for, for well, a quarter finals Of the World Cup yeah. yeah exactly yeah. Well no they're 2002 uh, oh, Of course yeah. Of course but uh, Euro 88 uh, They did go out In the first round Along with England But they beat England 1-0 yeah. Which was mm. an absolutely <coughs> Wonderful result for them You know Although I can quote uh, Chris Morris mm. As saying that That was an absolute mugging yeah, That's <laughs> what he said <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah But they got the win You know yeah. Obsessed And yeah. uh, in World <laughs> Cup 90 They had a wonderful time Didn't they mm. really Drew one Dreamland stuff like One all in the first game Against England Great goal from Kevin Sheedy Then drew with uh, the Dutch And then and drew with Egypt But they went through And then uh, That uh, was a tight group Because uh, the only reason That England Because it was a weird The way it worked But England, Ireland And Holland All went through Yeah And England went through top Because they beat Egypt And Egypt went out It's yeah. so tight All the games mm. were draws Up to that point That's right yeah Well Ireland actually Didn't win a game At that whole tournament They drew then with Romania Beat them on penalties And won on penalties I remember watching that David O'Leary scored the winner Yeah yeah He yeah. sunk to his knees Didn't he That's Right. Yeah. It was really odd because I remember watching it and uh, I was thinking, my goodness, this is. I think it was one of the first penalty shootouts I have uh, in my memory, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But apparently, uh, Charlton said, oh, I was so intense, and Charlton, uh, Jack Charlton said to the players, he went, Right, just sort it amongst yourself who's taking them. I don't care, just to sort it amongst yourselves. Yeah. But, you know, that, that, well, that way you're getting people that want to take them, though. Yeah, I suppose so. But, they, had, but they went through. They had another. They had another defeat. They had another game against, against Italy, Italy, yeah, and they they lost one nil. But yeah. again, you know, quarterfinals against the home team, packed Stadio Olimpico in Rome. They only lost one nil. Um, and they, it was and a mistake by Pat Bonner, I think. Well, it was. I think Donadoni shot, and Pat Bonner he was off balance. Yeah, and he was kind of uh, shuffling to one side. Oh, he, Pat, Pat Bonner! Bonner. <laughs> it wasn't that moment, was it? No, 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 no. no. And he and he parried. <laughs> It out. To be honest, it was an awkward one for Bonner to take, and he parried it out, and then Scalacicals was there to mm. to pounce. But it was it was quite funny because in the first round, I can't remember which one of the coaching staff or the backroom staff it was. It may have been something like the kit man, but he said to Jack Charlton, uh, "You know, so when we get to Rome, because the the only way Ireland could have got to Rome to play in Rome was uh, in the advanced stages," and he said. <clears throat> When we get to Rome, uh, can we go and meet the Pope? And, and Charlton just sort of went, yeah, yeah, yeah fine, whatever. <laughs> and uh, and so when they got to Rome, Charlton was like, oh, crap. The, the kit man was like, right, we're off then. And they did. They went to see the Pope. <laughs> uh, and they were all there. Apparently he fell asleep, though, Jack Charlton, during <laughs> the or something like that. Um, God of God. Yeah. But, yeah, it caught a final uh, yeah. of a World Cup 90. Fantastic Huge. showing. And their first ever World Cup, my yeah. dad. And then, of course, they got to, they didn't get to Euro 92, but they got to World Cup 94. Uh, and they beat Italy in yeah. their first game. And McGrath was, was immense in that. Oh, yes. my and goodness. Ray Houghton scored a yeah. beauty, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the top of Pagliuca. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it from a throw-in? And he volleyed it. 
I can't possibly. Mm. I can't remember. He definitely scored a goal. That, he, I, think. I think he chested it down. Oh, he did. No, you're right. Sorry, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, and then there was the 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 water fiasco, Watergate, mm, yeah. <laughs> the, the next game against Mexico, Pete. I can't get him the water. <laughs> the, lads, the lads need the water. <laughs> They've got a dehydrate. <laughs> anyone anyone going to explain? Well, it was it was a, it was game. hot there. Yeah, <laughs> really hot. And they and, and they were playing in summertime in Florida, and they're Irish. Yeah. <laughs> against the Mexicans, they're going to be hot as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Freckles they got to admit heat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and he he, he nearly had a pa- he showed his fist to one of the FIFA guys, which I'll always endorse. There, there was a crazy like FIFA directive where they couldn't stop for water breaks at that point, but for whatever mm. reason, Charlton just got a real. I understand it because he he was <laughs> that's were dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they had, they had other games to play as well, yeah. so it wasn't like they couldn't. They needed it, but and it was it also in the midday sun yeah. because of the television time. Uh, television wanted to make sure the times were okay water. for Europe and so on. Water. Oh, and, uh, which, was that the match when John Aldridge couldn't go on because and Aldridge he'd handed, him a, bit, he'd, he'd handed well. a bit he'd had a bit of paper and he had to hand it to to the actual FA the, 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 FIFA, official, repre- yeah. the, yeah, the FIFA representative and he didn't for, for whatever reason he refused he just snatched out of somebody's hands and he refused to accept that or something right, yeah, and John, yeah, Ald- yeah. John Aldridge let out a big F bomb on it the telly like a Bob yeah. Hoskins he was like what was, yeah. <laughs> what was nice about uh, You're a Aldridge. cheat <laughs> I'm <laughs> Irish <laughs> Aldridge did come on and score yeah. Yeah. Which was vital uh, yeah. For goal difference mm. And then they went through After drawing the <laughs> They were in a big bath in the water And then they were put out <laughs> By the Dutch And that was the Earl Pat Bonner moment Yeah that's Bonner, right yeah. Um, it's Bob, uh, I said Bobby uh, Jack Charlton was awarded The Freedom of the City of Dublin In 94 Quite Does something. that mean he can just do anything? Can you well, just go around like sheep in crimes? No, 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 no. London, if, if you're a free, freeman of the city of London, for example, you, you can, can... drive your sheep through the town centre. Yeah, over like, like London Bridge or yeah, something like that. sheep. Yeah, that's that ambition. Well, you, you know, you're not going to get the free Stop the destroying city. the romance, James. Exactly. With that hair, I thought you'd be an old romantic. Same. <laughs> or a new romantic. <laughs> um, uh, he, they never got to Euro 96. Um, they were Still beaten. trying. They, yeah. were <laughs> they were beaten by Holland in a playoff. Mm. Um, the Dutch don't like them, do Can they? Can you imagine, though, if they'd have gone through? England, Scotland and Ireland would have been the same group. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. Flipping heck. Yeah. Um, and he retired in 95. The year after he resigned as manager of the, the Republic of Ireland, he was awarded uh, the honorary Irish citizenship, which is, um, especially for an Englishman, that's unbelievable. So again, does yeah. that mean he no, can stop just this. do it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, England, Ireland, Scotland, the same group wouldn't have worked out, because the Cedars would have been different, surely. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful thought. Yeah, It'd be yeah, amazing. Yeah, there yeah. Um, and there is a life-size statue of him um, at Cork Airport, and, it, and he's because he was a big in, onto fishing, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's depicted wearing fishing gear and holding an impressive salmon. <laughs> <laughs> what an impressive because salmon! <laughs> in Paul McGrath's autobiography, he says yeah. that um, Charlton always used to try and take him fishing, and he always just sneak off and go to the pub. Right. <laughs> is he a fan of Charlton? Which, uh, I think yeah, he was. Yeah, but uh, Charlton yeah. loved fishing so much, Charlton wouldn't leave and go find him. Uh, <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> um, he, uh, Jack Charlton was inducted into the English uh, Football Hall of Fame in 2005 Which is sort of the feeder thing into our Hall of Fame That's right yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One could call it the warm up <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, And of course he featured on the advert It Was it Carlsberg? Yes mm. The greatest uh, pub team in the world but he's, mm. And, he, and he's, he's still there isn't he with his knobbly knees and he, does, he, he gets booked in the advert What should Yeah. He's in the most recent Carlsberg advert as well The one but we know all the famous sports people in it And Jeff Stelling jumps out oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he says just do what I tell you yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't, um, isn't wasn't it in the uh, Reebok Boots advert as well no that was Bobby Charlton oh, was that Bobby Charlton yeah, yeah. oh bum same, <laughs> and same it's family not, not the same thing no <laughs> um, but I shall uh, I shall quote the Pope to sum up quote, 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 quote the Pope Stop him, stop feature. him Can we hear what he's won for? Uh, well of course the World Cup uh, yeah. The League Cup yeah. uh, Football Big step down that First division <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> This is all in order actually uh, FA Cup um, And English Manager of the Year in, in 74 Excellent. Um, But when they, they met the Pope in, in World Cup 90 in, in Rome He walked up to the Pope and the Pope said I know who you are, you're the boss Did he? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and he's into the Mandas Hall of Fame the boss. The boss. Oh, what a big Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That's Bruce Yeah. The boss. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Football Ramble. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you'd like to email us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the website is 
thefootballramble.com and we're also on iTunes. Pete Donaldson. Marcus, I've got some thanks. Oh, God. Did it come I've got to do it last week. Apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks to the awesomely named uh, JP Voilacare uh, for filling us in on uh, John Spencer's arrival at uh, Major League Soccer's New Boys Portland Timbers. And uh, also thank you to Mark for reminding us ab- about the uh, English Super Cup in 1986. And thank you to Tom for asking, uh, or rather re- making us remember how awesome it is uh, to see defenders take goal kicks. Marvellous. I've got um, one quick thanks. Thanks to Taylor Hanson for sorting yes. out the coaching course for us. Uh, yeah, great, thanks. Marvellous. Any more Super. for any more? Nope. I'd like to thank you guys. Just, oh, yeah. oh, just thanks, being man. with you. Yeah. Goes about saying, James. Yeah. Good. Steering the ship while I was away. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, gentlemen. Bye. Uh, it's been goodbye from me. We're all off to Diego's birthday party. Ta-ta. <laughs> Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Listen. 